The views and opinions expressed on Deeply Upsetting are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, associated brands, properties, or businesses. Listener discretion is advised. Please keep your hands inside the ride at all times. Welcome back to Minor Upsets. Minor Upsets. Minor. They're minor upsets. The new theme music is coming along swimmingly. (laughs) That's about halfway done now. So it's just a couple minor, minor at the end and then we'll be done. Yeah. I think there needs to be like some layering or like echo or something along those lines. Something haunting. I'll get you to lay down a real hot beatbox track behind it yeah that's what i should be doing that's what you should be doing <laughs> nobody knows about my secret beatboxing talents or what you do just randomly when you're walking around the house is the oh wah! that i do random <laughs> musical inflections just a casual note <laughs> just a little opera note <laughs> <laughs> just to you know brighten the day <laughs> just to keep myself going through this primordial sludge of life Speaking of primordial sludge, minor upsets. Minor upsets. We're already off on a great topic. (laughs) This is the deeply upsetting off week. Which means that we have just a a little itty bitty episode for you. One little thing. No questions. This is just our own thing. And it's something that we were minorly upset about this week. Nothing terrible like the world. Just something little that was just our own little peeved our little pee thing. thing, yes, great. I, I think even though this is a minor upset in the grand scheme, mm-hmm. our feelings on this matter are intense. They always are. They are. We're always passionate, <laughs> no matter what. Um. Oh. Anyways, I'm Amy Bogart. Oh, I'm Mike the Hobbit. That's important. <laughs> that part. Right I usually there. forget that part. So this time I was on it. You got it. I got it. And, usually uh, I like to remain anonymous and make sure if you want us to get it, as in your questions for the full-length episodes, then make sure to hit up geeksoftheinfluence at gmail.com and just put deeply upsetting the subject line. Mm-hmm. Hit up our voicemail. Uh, you can send us a, as Ms. Bogart puts it, a sexy text. Come on. Send a sexy text. Come on, Why your phone, you? and then send it. No, uh, no, don't do don't that. Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> too sexy. <laughs> it's too much sexy for We can't our handle it. <laughs> we take uh, voicemails and text messages, 804-505-4484. That's 804-505. G U I. Oh wow, you're very musical this episode. I was watching the trailer again for West Side Story. It just oh, looks, it looks yeah. so cinematic and beautiful. It really does. I'm nervous, but I'm excited. I am. I'm cautiously optimistic because Spielberg, but not the what the listeners don't get. They're not privy to, which is sad for them. Is just how many like Fosse hands are going on while you do your little musical Plenty, numbers. They're the everywhere. bushels of Fosse hands in <laughs> this room. They are everywhere. I love it. I'm so sorry that nobody else gets to see it but me, but, you know, that's the privilege. Well, that's why you got to rate, review, subscribe so we get more listeners and we get a big enough base that we just have to go on tour. Oh, yes. And then you uh-huh. get to see all the Fosse hands. All the Fosse hands. All of them. So <laughs> Everyone's like, unsubscribe. Unsubscribe. <laughs> Zero stars. Do don't, not come. You know to that my show town. I told you about. Don't work it. They stopped it. They don't. It's do over. It. <laughs> they might actually come to Phoenix if we continue <laughs> <Right>. listening. <laughs> our thread is everywhere. Exactly, and <laughs> everywhere is where you can get our shows as well. So yes. make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Mm-hmm. Do it. Yes. Okay, let's chat. Yeah. Shall we? Yes, absolutely. There is something that is 
been weighing on us on our hearts and on minds our hearts uh, since and the bodies. weekend is specifically though we'll be talking in more broad terms about uh the Emmys. The the one part of the Emmys that really broke our souls apart so much. And there's so much conflict and feeling because as much as we are fans of Hamilton. Yes. And I have to thank Ms. Bogard for for really sharing that Hamilton fan energy. Mm-hmm. What are they, Hamilheads? What is the I don't know. Their term? Familton? I don't Familton? know. Hamilton. Yeah, whatever they are. I don't know. I can't get that deep into it. I'm already like a giant dork for being super <laughs> right. into it. I can't call myself one of the fucking Familtons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking Familton. Till I die, bitch. Jesus. But we are fans of Hamilton and we, we want it to win all the awards, except in the one instance of Beating out Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham's Inside. If you have not had the chance to check it out, it's a Netflix Ugh. special that came out that I'm sure you've at least heard about it. That oh, it yeah. Soul crushing. Yes. And emotional and very funny at parts and also so insightful as to how much of an effect, you know, the pandemic has had on some people's like mental health. And mm-hmm. it's raw. <laughs> it's very real. And, and if you have any sort of mental health anything, which, you know, most of us do, it's going to resonate <laughs> at least a little bit. It's going it's to hit sting. you in the very personal, <laughs> personal dark spots of your heart. Where you live. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, it's going to tear you up a little bit. It's going to fuck you up for a few so days. It's so fucking good. It's so unreal how good it is. Just the, not only the concepts for the songs and the self-awareness that he has while creating this product, mm-hmm. it, it's so meta and it's so self-aware, and but it's also deeply sad and I guess lucid in its mm-hmm. viewpoint of a slow <laughs> like spiral into insanity yep. uh, and because of like the degrading of one's mental health. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot. It's, we've watched it a couple times now and mm-hmm. it's well worth it. And oh, yeah. we both were of the opinion that when it went to what it was that like special, special or musical, what was the category that it was in? Oh yeah. It was like, um, it was like a recorded event of recorded some sort. Recorded event or yeah. special or something uh, was the category that it was in and it was in with Hamilton and, uh, there was like, like the an Friends, NFL the, show, the Friends or reunion. Yeah, was the, in there. I was like, if the Friends fucking reunion wins, then I'm burning it down. And by it, I mean the apartment we live in. Yeah, with us inside, I think, yeah. because at that point, it's like, okay, the Friends reunion won. <laughs> Nothing has any meaning anymore. It barely does now. Like yeah. before, that would have <laughs> happened. So after, no, we're done. <laughs> I feel like Matthew Perry would have been like, I was rooting for Bo Burnham, <laughs> right? Matthew Perry's like, I was in a fit of depression for years, so that touched me in a way that Friends never touched anybody. So, uh, Matthew Perry is a huge Bo Burn fan. Um, mm, Bo Burn. There's got to be something besides that, obviously. <laughs> That's terrible. His groupies are called Ho Burnhams? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Matthew Perry is a Ho Burnham. Yes. <laughs> and anyway. that's why I'm a Matthew. Fairy? I don't no. know. I don't know. Matthew, uh, we're going to have to workshop this. Obviously. We just like long periods of silence with us coming up with really bad names for Matthew Perry's fan club. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good night. We just have to figure it out so we can have shirts. Exactly. <laughs> with all of our fandoms on them. So we get to this segment of mm-hmm. the Emmys and we're for sure. And Amy, you're definitely... 
at this point a little bit more nervous than I am. I'm like, he's got it in the bag. There's no way they're going to give it to anybody else. It's, of course, Bo Burnham. Well, I also give way too much of a shit about these things. Right? You do love an award show. I do. I do. I feel like it might be. I mean, there's many, but it's one of my top basic bitch personality traits is that I fucking live for award season. Someone invite me to a fucking themed Oscar party before I pass on. Oh, my God. If for some reason we haven't shown ourselves to be too obnoxious for you, invite us to your Oscar party. (laughs) You get free entertainment. All all we need is just like (laughs) chips and salsa. And if you have like a nice little fucking guac going on as well, that's even more. Well, we'll bring the guac. Yeah, we'll even fucking bring Fuck it. I make good guac. Yeah, true. Yeah. That is one of your gifts. So there we go. You get guac and free entertainment. For your next Oscar party. <laughs> They're like, you guys can sit outside. <laughs> right. We're like, all right. Everybody else is inside watching the show yep. and then they just look out the sliding glass doors <laughs> and it's us going, ah, ha, ha, mute. <laughs> so, yeah, I love an award show and I have infected you with that a little bit. <laughs> it's fun to watch with you for sure. Yeah. It's, I'm so, it's as if they're all my family. <laughs> so, like, life or death about. Someone fucking winning Best Supporting Actress in a Comedy or Drama. Well, and that's definitely how both of us were feeling with Bo Burnham when going into that category is that uh, it felt almost like your friend in high school that was going to get into that really fancy art school and like applied and you were like, yeah, they're going to get it. I mean, they're they're the most artistic, like, talented person. And like, they represent all of us. They do represent all of Mm -hmm. us. Like, this person, if they do something, then maybe down the road sometime I can have a chance, you know, Mm -hmm. that they're like, oh, you're rooting for them. And then they get the letter and they're like, you suck. Yeah. <laughs> you're so bad at what you do. Just give up. And then they cry forever. And then you're like, the world has no meaning. Mm-hmm. And then it's like the dance kid that's like really annoying that always sings his responses to you, basically, in high school. You were just singing all of your responses to things. So fuck off. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. Look, the rules don't apply the same to everybody. We mm. we figured this out a long time ago. <laughs> But yeah, that kid, he's the one, he's going to fucking Juilliard. And he's like, that guy, that kid's a piece of shit. 100%. Yeah. They're like, he has a rich dad. (laughs) He bought his way in. In this case, Hamilton is the kid with the rich dad. Well, yeah, because it's kind of like, you've already gotten everything. Right. You know, like, just because you filmed it doesn't mean that we should be back in the award show circuit. It's over. Super popular kid that, like, one prom king went to college, finished college, like did really well in college, got yeah. lined up for a, for a great career, and then he goes back to the high school and wins prom king again. Right, while he's visiting. <laughs> it's like a thirty four year old, thirty eight year old man going in. Like and we everyone's just like, damn, decided to give you prom king, and he's like, cool. Do I get to fuck a teenager because I'm prom? Like, how does this work now? Like, no, that's actually against no, the law. Don't do no. that. I mean, you're cool, but no, no. All right, I guess I'll just buy everybody beer. <laughs> yeah, you can do that. You can do that. The coach usually does that anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, that's 100% what it was. Especially because, like, fucking Lin-Manuel wasn't even there. Like, he couldn't have showed up for this. Lin was probably at another award show. <laughs> like, winning <laughs> awards for in, in the Heights or something. <laughs> Being like, sorry, I can't. I can't. I'm too... Busy and popular. My Netflix movie is coming out soon. That's what I I need to start responding to everything with like uh, when I can't make it somewhere and it's something like I have to work or I already have plans, something mm-hmm. that's not exciting or important. 
mm-hmm. but I have to do it mm-hmm. with, I'm sorry, I'm just too like, exciting and popular. I'm busy and popular. busy and popular. And I actually do do that sometimes. Do you? <laughs> I think it's fun. That's great. Well, especially if it's because like I have to work yeah. or something, you know, like too popular. <laughs> My presence is required <laughs> elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in demand, baby. Bo Burnham. The look on his face was that of somebody that was used to being passed over as, yep. and, or the last kid picked a kickball. Mm-hmm. So he was just in his like wonderful velour suit thing that he was wearing. I know. Yeah. He probably looked over at fucking Jason Sudeikis, the crown <laughs> prince of the Emmys, who was also <laughs> wearing a velvet suit and was like, I'm a fucking joke. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm not in the big leagues like Jason. <laughs> Jason Sudeikis is surrounded by his like, <laughs> actual co-stars yep you know bo burnham his co-stars was a fucking sock <laughs> camera so, a camera and a sock and he probably had socky with him this probably like, well this is how it is socky like <laughs> well you won three technical emmys so i wouldn't complain too much shut up socky we don't even get to see the speeches or anything no. i want the speech i know this I know. is affecting us too much and yes it's because we're mentally ill <laughs> but still i know we're not alone in this people are bothered i've seen the the twitters about yes, it the twitter sphere the twitter sphere is yes all a twitter <laughs> that's get usually it? how i did get that it was a very subtle it joke. was subtle yeah it was only like it was high level <laughs> the geniuses <laughs> barely listening. picked up on it yes <laughs> but i did i did appreciate some of the other wins were great i did appreciate that your favorite person, how she responded with nicole, nicole. when she lost the hosting gig yeah they just, just shot to her really and just big. like shrugged, <laughs> shrugged super big at the camera, like, "Well, guess it's not me." <laughs> so cute. Also, talking about the big leagues, like she lost to RuPaul, so it's kind of like, "Well, fuck." Yeah. You know? What am I gonna do exactly? <laughs> right. <laughs> like... And RuPaul rolling in with a fucking posse of drag queens. Oh yeah, two, the winner and the runner-up of last season. Just rolling in deep, like... and then Michelle, who looks like a drag queen, but is just the like cisgender female co-host. <laughs> <laughs> but I honestly love that for her. Yeah, great, great. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I don't think that it was a surprise to anyone that Nicole didn't win, but she looked incredible. And that response was everything to me. That response was hilarious. Okay, now we can talk about some other upsets from the Emmys. Okay. Well, first of all, we would be very remiss not to bring up, even though it's a constant, unfortunately. It's just, it's one of the things that I hate about loving award shows is the lack of like wins for people of color is always astounding and this one was apparently like a stunning amount of uh nominees but there was like no acting awards for people of color um that won at all um so that continues to be a fucking issue also there is such a low level of representation of actual funny jokes at the Emmys. Oh um, god, that's all the award shows. I just cringed through them all and I know so it's going to be like that. Cedric the Entertainer maybe not quite on his game anymore. No, so, as it turns no, out. Yeah, he was trying there were little skits that they came out with. The skits were not okay. They pulled out they fully pulled out from like 2 years ago like the New England Patriots throwing the the trophy across yeah. the boats. And him being a little dingy, you're like, <laughs> throw it to me, throw it to me, I'm over here in this little dingy, why don't you throw the trophy to me? What the fuck was that? <laughs> well, I felt like I had done drugs earlier and I didn't realize it, and they, they were just starting to kick in. Oops, forgot to tell you. 
but Nicole not in a fun way, show. like accidental mescaline. Yeah, you know, like not not a good time. No, those were bad. Those were bad. Another thing that was kind of wild was WandaVision having like twenty three nominations and winning zero. Yeah, they got that is so wild. No, they got one technical. I think. Oh, they did. Yeah, the ones that nobody sees. That nobody sees. Yeah, they're like woo. But that was by far the biggest snub, which is. I mean, pretty sad. I didn't expect it to win like all the acting awards and stuff, but the some other, of the effects, the, the costuming. Other snub that uh, even I think it was uh, John last week tonight with John Oliver won the snub to Conan. Oh, true. That even John Oliver's like, yeah, I don't know why Conan's not the one winning this. Called it out. Well, there were a few of those. Like, why didn't Michael K. Williams? Right. Yeah. Why didn't he win? Right. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> who? Wait, who won that? It was somebody that was like, what the fuck? Didn't Probably they someone a, from the fucking crown. Didn't, didn't they make a big thing about Michael K. Williams being in that category? Like, Michael K. Williams, like, such a great dude and, like, yep. so good at representing. And, like, they play, like, video of him talking about yep. uh, stuff. And then they're like, and the winner is not Michael K. Williams. Not Michael cool. K. Williams. <laughs> fuck that. I think it was probably a crown person. And I know full well that, again, I'm too engaged. I'm way too into this. Shouldn't be that into it. Also, I'm so biased. I was so angry that The Crown won everything because I don't watch that show. <laughs> and the Emmys are about me. They are about you. <laughs> I did love... God, I hate myself. When, I think it's like the, the king of television, I think is his official title, that came out and everybody's like standing ovationing oh, him. Oh, yeah. And then Conan... Conan wanted to fuck with him. Just fucking with him mm-hmm. the whole time saluting him and like making huge motions mm-hmm. and distracting the fuck out of him while he's trying oh, to yeah. do his little speech. And you could see the king of TV getting madder and madder and trying to mm-hmm. play it off like, oh, this is a fun joke we're doing. Yep. And like he's not bothered by it or playing along now. He's a suit. Like he was not enjoying his <laughs> not time. Not at all. And that's why I think it was John Oliver for the second win that just like brought Conan on stage. Oh, no, it was Stephen Colbert that Stephen brought Colbert, Conan yep. on stage and was like, just do your thing, buddy. And Conan was just like a child, like fucking around just, the whole time. It's the kid that's like up there with their parent that's in the choir at church that's yep. just like ha- hanging onto mommy's <laughs> yeah. leg and like throwing the, the cards, <laughs> the, the donation cards at the back of the pew around, making airplanes out of them. Yep. And everybody's trying not to like <laughs> laugh because then he's going bigger. I'm just telling stories from what I did when I was a kid, basically. Yeah, 100%. And then, I saw right through that. Yeah, nobody's, nobody's trying to laugh, but, but the kid is like totally getting people to chuckle, which is making him do it more. Mm-hmm. And the priest is getting pissed because like, yep. I'm doing Jesus over here. You're doing like <laughs> fucking paper airplanes. This is not fair. Paper airplanes sell more. They do. Sorry, spice it up, Jesus. <laughs> paper airplanes are sexier than Jesus. It's not, oh, I don't make the by rules. Far. Yeah. You don't make the rules, but we all feel them. Yeah, we do. For sure. Jesus did have sick abs, but paper airplanes are so cool. They very much Especially are. when you can like really get that get that going. Mm. When you get a good throw so where satisfying. it goes like insanely far, mm-hmm. or if a draft picks it up and it goes just really takes off. Yeah. Some of the proudest moments of my life, honestly. Really? <laughs> are when that happened. Especially like in grade school or something. If you were able to get one of those, like you were a hero. Your uh, legacy abound. I think the uh the statute of limitations is gone on it now, but when I was a kid I actually started throwing paper airplanes with my friend Steven. Uh, not Steven from GY, but childhood friend Steven. Um, at a Padres game, a San mm-hmm. Diego Padres game, and got one on the field that landed like right next to the left fielder. Wow. And uh, and the crowd was like cheering as we were throwing these paper airplanes like because we were getting pretty close to getting on the field. And then the one that just like took off. Wow. And went out of the field. The crowd was like, woo! And they showed it on the big screen, <gasps> the 
left fielder like grabbing the airplane and just like throwing it into the crowd off to the side. And wow. It was a very proud moment. Was for that me. like the best day of your life? I cannot believe I've never heard that story. Since. Uh, like I've never mm-hmm. had a better the high. I've been trying to chase that dragon of paper airplane in left field for the my entire life. I cannot believe you haven't done more drugs. Right? <laughs> just trying because to that get is, back there. That's like the best day of my life. Oh my and God. I wasn't even there. That's just the coolest thing ever. And I'm glad I, I never got caught. The ushers didn't show up and kick us out. Like I was expect, I'm expecting execution. <laughs> Definitely. Because um, they, they had to stop play so right. that they could get the airplane out of the way. How old were you? I was like eight or ten. Amazing. Yeah, perfect age to really explore my paper airplane skills. Yeah, definitely. Properly. Was your mom there? No, no. Oh, okay. It was just the two of you. Yeah, yeah. We used. That's to get, cool. We used to get dropped off at the stadium. Man, I wish my parents were cool. <laughs> Sounds so fun. <laughs> Remember, I'm an '80s kid, so I was able to get. That was probably around late, like '88, '89, or like 1990 when that happened. So very true. It was there was not that helicopter parenting. It was just like, well, if somebody takes you, I have more money. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, I so. always had to go with them. And then there was like the awkwardness of like, I don't even want to get a snack because then we all have to like pray over it in the stadium. No. Like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Dear Lord, help these nutritious peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, it's not no. fun. People are always kind of staring at you and like teenager me trying to do it the subtlest way possible. My mom's like, speak up. Let the Lord hear you. The Lord ha- is tr- has trouble hearing. So. You think he would have figured that out for himself. Right? That's so embarrassing Man, for if him. it wasn't for this bad hearing, I'd be so much better at answering prayers, but <laughs> shitty hearing, so. Maybe it was just all the inundation of voices that he was just like, I'm going to turn this bitch down. He turned down his hearing aid. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a Bruce Almighty plot point, so <laughs> I, so. I apologize for that. I think he did actually mute his God email in there. That is what it is, yeah. I understand. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we we talked about stuff yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I We definitely want to hear what <laughs> our listeners thought of the yes. Emmys and what they were excited about, what they uh, were disappointed in, what categories really hurt their feelings. And also, if you have not watched Inside and this makes you do it, first of all, I'm sorry. Second of all, I love you. And also let us know what you think. Yes. Because <laughs> it's going <laughs> to rock your world, destroy you, change your life inspire the whole nine we know we know we know Mm -hmm. it's it's gonna be okay we're hugging you in your ears yeah we're giving you ear hugs ear hugs right now (laughs) (laughs) i feel like this episode was more just like exposing me for my bad taste in life you know that's been happening pretty much slowly like a slow (laughs) release of that for this entire show in every single episode Yeah. yeah fair enough yeah anyways Next week, we'll be back with a regular episode with our regularly scheduled questions. So again, if you have any, hit us up. Social media, the whole nine yards. Since apparently nobody's on board with my sexy text idea. (laughs) (laughs) No fun. No fun. Very disappointed, Susan. No fun at all, Susan. Or you can listen to all the other shows on the network because they are good. It's at GUIpodcast.com. Woo! Woo! And you can go ahead and listen to those there. Uh, We also got some spooky and fun designs on our Mm -hmm. TeePublic page, GUIpodcast.com slash store. Hell yeah. Just click on the TeePublic page on the homepage. Yep. It'll send you right there. And yeah, we got some new spooky Mm Halloween-centric designs. We're going to probably do at least one um, Halloween-themed design for Deeply Upsetting as well. True. We need to talk about some more spooky stuff. We need to do a spooky episode. Spooky episode. A spooky episode. Yes, we definitely need to. So if you have spooky or Halloween-themed questions that you want us to answer, this is the time to start sending them in. I think we did one last year. 
I think if so. If I recall. Yeah. Spooky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could do that all night. <laughs> Let me just quit while I'm behind. So thank you so much for listening. I'm Amy Bogart. I'm Mike the Hobbit. Okay, bye. GUIPodcast.com In a world ravaged by movie studios that keep rehashing the same things, only one podcaster has the guts to make it even worse. Join Mike the Hobbit as he traverses the internet to bring you some of the best and worst ideas for reboots, remakes, and reimaginings of some of your favorite and least favorite TV and film properties. Ideas like a John Waters He-Man movie, Fantastic Four the Musical, and Aliens, done entirely with marionettes. What podcast would bring this evil upon the world? This is Smack My Pitch Up. Available anywhere you get your podcasts.